You are listening to Strip Talk Podcast with Seema Lolua, an educational podcast where we discuss unpopular opinions about us, you, me, the society, and culture. Make sure you follow us and subscribe to our podcast for more interesting topics. Now, without further ado, let's dive right in. Every one of us will experience high and low moments at one point in our lives or the other. It could be as a result of a setback, a loss, stress, a heartbreak, or even financial crisis. On the other hand, it could be for a reason you just can't grapple with. Maybe it's a situation where you're finding it difficult to admit that you can be wrong, or you're not as perfect as you portray. It could also be an issue of self-worth, illness, or just you believing you wouldn't be able to make it through to the other side of relief. Other times, it is just shame, either from yourself or people. So many things can negatively affect our mental health. But the good news is this, there are practices that we can imbibe, that I have imbibed and still practicing, which works for me and I am here to share my best five with you. But before we jump into it, please note that this is not a medical advice. So see a medical expert where you need one. Now that we have that out of the way, let's dive right in. Foremost, find the body movement you enjoy. Do you know that there is a thin line between physical inactivity and mental health? Many of us have sedentary jobs that keeps us sitting or seated for a long time. And after a long day at work, you jump into your car, drive home, eat and sleep off almost immediately while watching your favorite TV show. Truth is, we need to expend physical energy. Not expending physical energy is like taking in oxygen and not breathing out carbon dioxide. When you don't expend energy, it slowly leads to mental health problems and eventually physical problems as well. Now, I'm not going to tell you to exercise because many of us don't like the sound of that, myself included. But what I can tell you is to find the body movement you love most and do that often. What am I saying? Some of us love nature and love to stroll. I could stroll for an hour and that's my average. And while strolling sometimes, I move my hands, neck, do here and there squats in between and by the time I get home, my head is clearer and I think better. Now yours can be swimming, hiking or dancing. Just find your physical rhythm. You'll be able to easily inculcate that into your routine and that will help in improving your mental health. The second best practice is expose your fears and anxiety to the light. This one is for those who are battling shame, are scared of being wrong or portraying perfectionism when they know they are not perfect. Now don't get it wrong, we should feel a sense of shame when we've done something wrong. But being shamed for an inadequacy or shame targeted not at correcting you but reducing your self-worth should be brought to light. You see, there is a way you you expose yourself to the light of reality so much so that shame will not have a grip on you again. 
And for those who are scared of being wrong or imperfect, face it, you are going to be wrong sometimes and we must learn to admit it. Say sorry when you are wrong and accept the fact that you can't be perfect. For the life of it, I just can't get over those who can never be wrong. Like it's, it's a still high horse, come off it already so you don't have to fall off it. But hey, back to the cross of this point, it's not just scriptural, it is also scientifically proven that darkness will always give way to light. Whatever is exposed is no longer darkness, so expose your fears and anxieties. You will get the help you need, especially from others like you. Moving on to our third practice, and that is self-care. Self-care will increase your energy, self-confidence, and positive outlook on life. It also reduces your anxiety and helps you create a better relationship with yourself and those around you. Now, self-care doesn't have to be expensive. Sometimes it's as cheap as having a long bath or staying in the shower for as long as you want. Other times it means giving a little more attention to what you eat and how you serve yourself. Look, here's my challenge to you this week. When next you serve your meal, serve yourself like a royalty. Use the fanciest plates and cutleries in your house. Dice your fruits and veggies like you were serving a king or the most important guest you could ever have. Treat yourself like royalty sometimes, at least for the purpose of refreshing yourself and enjoy the energy boost that comes from it. There are so many things you can do to self-care without having to break the bank. Setting boundaries is also self-care. There are people you just need to unfollow or mute on social media. Meet people physically, keep your phone on mute and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a live human. My fourth practice is reflection and gratitude. For the roof over your head, even if you're squatting. For the ears to hear me, eyes to see, air to breathe, food on your table regardless of what kind, say thank you Lord. Reflect on what could have killed you but did not. Think about those who tried to harm you but could not. Reflect on the traps you sheepishly walked into and yet you escaped like a bird. All you need to do is to look around you and you will see 10 things and even more to be thankful for. Let me tell you a few things gratitude does for you. Gratitude reduces the feelings of stress and anxiety. It helps you sleep better, improves your interpersonal relationships, and generally, you live a happier and a less depressed life when you are grateful. So constantly choose gratitude. Finally, practice quietness. The art of stillness. Quiet your soul. You see, silence and solitude can help us process our emotions. It gives us a sense of reawakening and perhaps answers some questions about ourselves. I would say it's more like having a date with yourself without any interruption. How can you practice stillness? I'll tell you one, put your gadgets aside. 
you become more conscious of your environment. The cobweb webbing around your ball, the birds chirping, and the vegetables growing in your garden. Quietness helps you notice the real life and its beauty. It helps you think clearer and boost your productivity. Life becomes more beautiful beyond social media. You'll be full of fresh hope, energy, and inspiration to be you, be better, and live happier. Hey there, thank you so much for stopping by. I believe you gained a thing or two from tonight's episode. Go ahead, share this episode with your family, friends, and foes. Invite them to like and follow us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Also, you can find updates about this podcast on our Facebook group at Strip Talk with Simalolua. That is Strip Talk with Simalolua. Do you know we have some articles there as well? They are short, easy to read, yet with so much valuable lessons about daily life and living. So join us there and you'll be glad you did. Next week promises yet another valuable episode. Don't miss it. But till then, my dear friends, I wish you Godspeed and keep well. <laughs> <laughs>